This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get an all-access experience with player interviews, exclusive practice information, and post-game analysts with the source you can't find anywhere else. This is South Philly Sauce. Hosted by Flyers Game Day host Ashlyn Sullivan and Philly sports radio legend Al Morganti. All right, Al, so we have to talk about the first week of the season. There, I feel like so much has happened in just two games. There's good, there's bad, there is ugly for the start of yeah. the season. So let's start with the good, which is the season opener against Columbus. I know we were sitting on the desk with Scott Hartnell, and we looked at each other and said, my gosh, they look fast. What's going on? This is a new team. And it was everything was great the first game. Yeah, there was a lot of energy uh, mm-hmm. and a lot of – they look quick in the game. And a lot of it's, a, I guess, adrenaline when you start. Although it's the other team, you know, the other team's building. They certainly should have been cool about it. But it, it was a real good vibe on that game and what happened and how quickly things happened, uh, how some players kind of stepped forward just for mm-hmm. one game. You know, we tend to – tend to everybody tends to treat things like football anymore. Every game is the end of the world. Yeah. And it was, a, oh, you're going to win the Stanley Cup after one game. But we've seen that in the last two years here. But it was, you couldn't have asked for much of a better start from the Flyers. Yeah, and you saw the guys that you wanted to see step up, step up. You know, Cam Atkinson and Sean Couture with a point and TK being TK self, getting in fights and starting fast. was like the stars of the Flyers went out with a bang, basically. Yeah, you want that guys that want a leadership role, Sandheim, yeah. Konechny, certainly. You want those guys to to be the guys that really step up in this and to have the veterans coming back, look, get, get a good feel for things, uh, get, get comfortable back in the lineup. Cause no matter how long you played Ashland, it's, it's still tough coming back when you have absences like, you know, Couturier and Atkinson had. Right. And they were telling us, you know, no matter how hard they train and, and they train so hard, Sean Couturier is a great example of that going through training camp. Good. But he said, you know, the soreness after a game is something you just can't get used to. You can't get ready for that. No, there's no such thing as uh, replicating game. Yeah. Uh, you just can't happen. You can you can pretend. Uh, you can have. I think uh, Friggy, um Fedoric. I think at times when somebody wanted to see if they were ready to play, he'd offer to go bang them into the boards full like a truck. <laughs> but, but other than that, I don't think my, there's much you can do to replicate anything. You don't want to. You don't want to be the one that that does that and hurts the teammate. But. Right. a little off. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah, exactly. All right. Now we have to go to the bad and, and it's bad, but it's not really that bad because I think we all saw it coming. The second game against Ottawa, we thought it'd be a tough opponent. We didn't see the result coming, but what we did see coming was we knew young guys were going to struggle. And Emil Andre is a great example of that. He did some good. He did some bad. And this is what we're going to deal with throughout the season is young guys have a learning curve here that you're just going to have to go through Al. Yeah, John Tortorella said there's going to be ugly nights or days in, in this case, and that was one of them. And uh, Andre, I give him credit. He, he got back up into the into the fight, if you will, but, boy, he got trucked. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just when you make that step into the NHL, even after a preseason, the speed's just remarkable. Once, you know, one stride in hockey's a whole lot. And when you're behind the net and they know you're a kid coming in and you're not big to begin with, well, they're going to test you and run over you. 
and they ran and he got run over, man. And, but got right back up. And that's what I think they have to figure out. Do they want to live with that at the NHL level level for a while? Cause there's a fine line where you want to ruin a guy's kind of confidence, but he doesn't right. seem a guy to me that you're going to ruin his confidence. I, I think I would probably, if it was me, and I'm not sure they'll do this, I would kind of say, you know what, I'll, I'll live with these mistakes and have him do them here as long as he's in the lineup. If, if mm-hmm. he's going to sit a lot, then I guess he's got to go back and uh, try to, I don't know, even know how you pretend to try to get your, your game quicker for what's coming because it's never gotten, no matter what. I mean, it's a physical league down there, but it's not nearly, nobody's coming at him quite as fast. Right, and that's why... I feel like when you hear John Tortorella talk about this, that's why he wants to keep them up in the NHL. And that's why he wants them to play because there's no way to prepare for this. And if the organization's message is true, which we both believe it is that this is about the youth, about the young guys, well, then they have to play and they have to stay up here and they have to make mistakes and fans are just going to have to watch it because that's the way that these young guys become the stars that we all hope they're going to be one day. But they do have to play. <clears throat> and with you know when Ristolainen comes back, that's a spot. So you mm-hmm. can't have a kid. You can't have him sit. I don't think there's much value anymore to coming up and being around. No, I, I, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to play. It used to be okay. Be around at the end of a year. If it's at the end of a year, you have to get used to a locker room, get used to the NHL, what, what you're doing, how you're doing this. But not right now. So when Ristolainen comes back, it'll be interesting to me to see how that decision is made, which puts pressure on the kids right now to like. Let's show I let's let's show in the next few games when I'm in the lineup that I can handle this right. bull rush that's coming. That they can belong. And right now there's just there's so many questions on defense with the Flyers. <laughs> you have a Sanheim who is playing a ton of minutes and played great game one, made some mistakes game two that you wish you could take back. You have Cam York, you have just a lot of adjustments right now and no wrist aligning. And yeah, you're right what happens when he comes back? Because right now yeah. I think Flyers are still trying to figure out what they even have on defense. They do. But I think the Sanheim, you know, Sanheim made a horrible mistake yeah. in the, the Ottawa game. We got, uh, I think it's because Drew picked his pocket and he lost the puck that he should have just, should have just eaten or just, just flipped out uh, instead of trying to make a play. Um, so, but I liked what happened afterwards. His game didn't, uh, he didn't surrender anything afterwards. He didn't panic afterwards. He didn't, uh, crawl into a, into a hole or like say, well, that's it. I'm done for the, for the game. No, he came back pretty strong and that's what they have to have from him. I mean, he has to be their number one guy and the mm-hmm. number one guy, if he makes a mistake has to be like a relief pitcher and say, Oh, well that's yeah. gone. Now let's, yeah. let's start over again. And I, I thought he did that in this game. So overall, although it was a bad error, I think overall in the two games, he gets pretty high marks for um, ice time. He certainly can eat a lot of ice time. He doesn't um, wear down, it doesn't look like. And this is a, you wonder why he wasn't in this kind of shape previously, because he really, in this past in this past summer, really got bigger, stronger, mm-hmm. um, more. And that leads to confidence when, you're, when you've got a base like that, that's strong. So I think he's going to be the biggest plus that they have. I think the message finally got through. Whoever talked to him, convinced them that you know you're gonna have to you're gonna have to spend the entire summer in the gym (laughs) and it looks like he spent the entire summer in the gym and the results have been terrific yeah it's it's noticeable everything about him is just a little different I'm gonna tell this story tonight in our game broadcast but I was talking to him after practice one day and I just kind of picked his brain of, of how he put on 20 pounds of muscle in three months that's unreal to me 
And it was cool. He said at first, he said a month after hockey season, he didn't rush to get out of here. He worked with the Flyers training staff for a month in Philadelphia, went every single day of the training facility. Then he had his family members saying, okay, you got to come back to Canada. So he modeled his home gym in Canada, the exact replica of the Flyers training facility. Every piece of equipment that's in Philly went to Canada so he could stick to his routine. And you could just tell how serious he took it. And even just talking to Al, you can attest, he's just more of a confident guy. I, I felt like at times last year, and maybe it was because Travis Konechny and Sandheim's lockers are right next to each other, but I almost felt like he was in the shadows of, of Konechny at times. And now Sandheim is like <clears throat> his own guy. Yeah, the, the Travi. Yeah. Are, now, are, are now like equals when, when you look at it that way in terms of team leadership. Mm -hmm. I also said during the, I think it was the first game, I, I, I kind of offhandedly mentioned in the broadcast that I liked the way he reacted to a penalty that he thought was unfair. Yeah. He was very adamant about it. And it might seem like a little thing, but I don't know that I would have seen that before. Yeah, he never I think he would have yeah, yeah. Wait, waited for a coach or the captain or the uh, whoever got the letter on their jersey at that particular time to say something. But he yapped about it. And it's not a big thing. But to me, I, I haven't covered enough games. I'm like, you know what? That's a guy that he's making his feelings felt and, and in a way making his presence felt on the ice. For sure. And now we, we kind of mentioned the ugly, but the ugly is that game two huh. against Ottawa. What we both believe is... Not, I don't want to say inexcusable, but but a little bit is they just they look so slow. They looked like they were skating through mud at times. It almost looked like the effort wasn't there, and it's game two, and you're wondering how could this happen right now? Yeah, look to me, Ashlyn. Like the some of the adrenaline was gone, but I think more than anything, you know, Couturier and Atkinson, I thought didn't have great games yeah. uh, after the first game, and a lot of that is how what we mentioned earlier, coming back after a long period of absence from from the league from playing games it goes up and down you, you're not going to have a okay here we go I'm all set and I, I think what you learn is it's not the body part that was injured that hurts <laughs> afterwards it's the other ones that mm -hmm. you haven't trained like even Kateri has been worried about his back Atkinson about neck or whatever and now it's something else like all of a sudden you know well well you know what more than just that my legs are not used to this <laughs> more yeah. than just that and I think particularly with Couturier, I, I think it, it affected him in that game. He didn't look like he was up to what we hope is uh, Couturier level throughout the game. Um, but, he, but the good news is it's not, for either one, it's not a recurrence of uh, the previous injuries. Right. And still up in the air for Sean Couturier tonight. If he's going to play in the home opener, he missed practice yesterday. And as a whole, Torch just said he's a little banged up, which is to be expected coming back. But when we go back to that Ottawa game, I thought Scott Lawton was was great and honest in the locker room. He always is. And he said it was a problem that they just they weren't aggressive from the jump. And with a team like Ottawa, they didn't forecheck nearly enough. And really, they just got pushed around from the start of the game. And when you're the Flyers, Scott was saying, you know, we have to start strong or we're going to struggle. You know, we where they're on a team out where they can just fix this after one period and come back. Yeah, because even in that game, you know, the goaltending's good, Hart's been good, and mm -hmm. it was like, okay, even though we got trucked in that first period at times, we're still in the game. Yeah. The problem is they don't have the skill level of Ottawa or many teams to say, you know what, we, in a blink of an eye, we can get back in this thing, maybe mm -hmm. on certain nights, but when Tippett's not rolling and Couturier's not rolling and Atkinson's not rolling, well, that you don't have that quick strike ability. 
uh, that comes back. So it really is, you really got to stay in it. They kept, they were in a game they were totally outplayed in for a very long time. Yeah. But it's, but you don't have, but when you just don't have that feeling like, okay, here we go. It's going to happen. You have Konechny, uh, but there aren't, there aren't that many. Uh, no. Like I, like Ottawa is like, oh my God, every time the, the puck's on the stick of three other guys, Stutzel or Kachuk or Tarasenko, it's like, oh boy, here we go. Right. Uh, they don't have, yeah, they don't have that luxury. No. No, and Tip, it's been a bit scratching your head. Granted, it's only two games, so I'm being dramatic. But at the end of last season, he was clicking. And you talked to him all offseason, and confidence is sky high. Looks a little lost, Al, I think, at the start of the year. And I wonder if that's just something that comes with time. Maybe. I mean, he's got great boots, so he can fly down a wing. Um, so that's what will get him going. He, I think he may be one of those guys, Ashton, once uh, he scores a pretty goal or whatever a power forward type of goal roaring in that'll all come back and be more aggressive at going to the net or whatever but i i think he was less than we hoped for yeah in these first couple of games because uh at the end of last year it was like okay here's a here's one of those guys who's going to absolutely be critical and he is critical mm-hmm. uh in addition to the not just foot speed you're going to have to do it with the puck on your stick and be in a position to to get an outlet pass and then just roar down the wing like he does